0: And welcome to the RallyGuides.com radio broadcast, all about the world of rallying. I'm the show's host, Derek Dauncey. Today's date is Sunday, the twenty-first of May, and this is episode number eight. On this episode, we'll bring you a report from the seventh round of the World Rally Championship, Rally of Italy, from the island of Sardinia before the event had started, we already had drama. During the shakedown on Thursday, Xavier Pons put his car off the road. Fortunate for him, there was no real damage. With Sordo breathing down his neck, surely the pressure's getting to him for that number two spot in the Cronos Citroen. Britain's Matthew Wilson needed his engine changing before the rally started, and he'll start with a one minute penalty before he even crosses the first stage start. But it's not all lost. This event's going to be very, very tough. Some new stages added on the last leg, and the first leg being very twisty and rough. Conditions, I'm sure we'll see some action on the first day. So, interleg one, Friday the 19th of May. Six special stages and 130 kilometers of action. Stage number one, Taranova, 24 kilometers long. And Grunhom sets a blister in place 12 seconds quicker than the second place man, Chris Atkinson. His teammate Mikko Hervner a further 2 seconds behind Atkinson. But where's Loeb? Well, he's a massive 18 seconds down on Marcus on that very first stage. He was worried before the start of this event on how quick his Citroen would be against the Ford. The alarm bells must be ringing in the Citroen camp at the moment. petter Solberg was hoping to win this event, but seven fastest on the first stage has really hindered his progress. A spin on a very narrow section of the stage lost him over 10 seconds. Gigi Galli suffered a similar problem, but he lost a load of time, 40 seconds trying to get the car back in the right direction. And poor Matthew Wilson's troubles continue. No more than one kilometre into the stage, he damages a left rear suspension and has to limp through the stage extremely slow. He lost over 11 minutes to Marcus Grunheim on that one single stage. Into stage 2, and surely Loeb can strike back. But that's not the case, he only manages fifth again, and this time he's lost 11 seconds to Marcus. So it's Grunholm quickest again, from his teammate Mikko Hervenen, 6.4 seconds quicker, but Gigi Galli's moved up to third. Hervenen taking second position there has pushed Atkinson down into third place overall. And Henning Solberg is in front of his brother overall on the stage times. Even though he went off on that stage, he was only 10 seconds slower than Marcus on stage number 2. Midday service follows stage number 3. And Grunholm takes a hat-trick of stage wins, this time in front of Henning Solberg, 10 seconds quicker than Henning there. Sebastian Loeb was third quickest, 0.3 of a second behind Henning, and Petter managed fourth quickest. He was 18 seconds slower than Marcus on that stage. His problem there was too soft a tyre for the hot weather conditions. Now Sebastian Loeb is running first on the road, and he is sweeping the surface, but Marcus is only one position down on him. Both drivers are running with a new BF Goodrich tyre. It's designed to sweep the surface of loose stones on these conditions, and it looks like Marcus has adopted better to this new tyre than Loeb has. So, after three special stages, Marcus is 40.1 seconds in front of Mikko Herven and his teammate, but Loeb is 40.4 seconds behind Marcus, a massive gap after just three stages. Loeb needs to strike back on this afternoon stages. Wilson's not the only Stubbard VK4 driver in trouble this morning. Katia Maki's dropped out of the top 10s after he's had a throttle problem on stage number three. In the Red Bull Skoda camp, Harry Rovenpair is suffering with car setup problems. Before the rally started, the team had a test in Sardinia and Harry had a massive accident on the very last day of the test. The test car was completely destroyed and I'm sure it's knocked Harry's confidence (laughs) slightly. So back to the action stage number 4, which is a rerun of the first stage of the day. Loeb will be hoping that the cars have swept the gravel off the surface of the stage, which should help him. And if we compare the fastest times from stage number 1 and stage number 4, exactly the same stage first stage of the day, the fastest time was 17 minutes and 6 seconds. And stage number 4 this afternoon is 16 minutes 32. One and a half seconds a kilometre quicker. And it's Loeb who takes that fastest time on stage 4, but only 1.2 seconds quicker than Marcus Grunholm. Mika and again, solid performance, 16.38 on the stage, third quickest, just in front of Henning Solberg, who beat his brother by 0.4 of a second, Petter Solberg. Petters teammate Chris Atkinson was suffering with dust coming inside the car. Even with three minute intervals between the cars, the dust is hanging so much it's causing all the competitors problems after the front runners. And again, this stage is not kind to Matthew Wilson. He lost four and a half minutes after he had to stop and change the engine ECU after it stopped on the stage. So, second stage this afternoon is stage number five. And Loeb takes the win again. But only 3.9 seconds quicker than Marcus, this is not going to be enough for him to take that 40 seconds back. Third place goes to Mikko Hervenen, and Gigi Galli makes a good impressive drive to take fourth quickest time in front of Manfred Stoll. But the problem on that stage, Petter Solberg, had a puncher, and lost 48 seconds. That's dropped him down to sixth place. So stage number six, the last one of leg number one. And Marcus is quickest here. 0.1 of a second quicker than Loeb. A psychological blow which will be good for the overnight. Results tables. Mikko Hervenham finished third in front of Daniel Sordo. Galli was fifth. Henny Solberg, sixth. And Xavier Pond, seventh. Chris Atkinson, eighth. Francois Duval in the Skoda, ninth. And Christian Solberg in the Red Devil Subaru S11. But there's one name missing from that list. Petter Solberg. Petter picked up a puncher on stage number 4, he also picked up a puncher on stage number 5, the cars only carry one spare, so Petter's now having to rely on the foam insert holding the tyres together in stage number 6. But unfortunately that didn't happen. Two more punches in that stage, and one of the tyres coming completely apart meant that they had to stop. There's no alternative but to take the 5 minutes penalty and start Super Rally tomorrow morning. So, results at the end of the first leg, and it's Marcus Grunholm leading from Sebastian Loeb. The gap now 35.4 seconds. In third place, it's Mikko Hervenen. Fourth, Henning Solberg, a good solid performance there. Daniel Sordo's fifth. Gigi Galli sixth. Chris Atkinson, the sole Subaru up there at the moment in seventh. Xavier Ponzi is eighth, and again he's behind Sordo. Yusuf Valamaki is 9th overall using the customer specification Mitsubishi World Rally car. And 10th overall Christian Solberg, just in front of Francois Duval. In the Junior World Championship, Guy Wilkes is leading Patrick Sandal by a minute and 26 seconds. So, leg two, Saturday the 20th of May, six special stages, 137 kilometres of action to date. And the news overnight is Peter Solberg has rejoined today, but he's down in 14th place overall. So going into today's leg, the top 15 get reversed. Now this will aid Sebastian Loeb, he won't be running first on the road, so it's going to be a straight out fight between him and Marcus to see who's the quickest driver. The first few stages are going to be very interesting. So into stage 7, first one of the day and Grunholm strikes again, 1.1 seconds quicker than Loeb with Petter Solberg sitting in 3rd place on that stage, 7.9 seconds behind Sebastian Loeb. Mikko Hervnan again up 4th position and Galli in 5th and Henning Solberg again, another strong drive here, 6th fastest time there. So coming up to halfway in a rally and Marcus can just really sit there and control the rally, he knows he's on par with Loeb, he just has to sit there and watch his stage times. But unfortunately, disaster strikes on stage number 8. He hits a big rock in the stage and it damages the oil filter in the sump pan. He loses all the oil and has no alternative but to stop the car. A devastating blow for Grunholm's title chances. Now, this stage is really famous for a jump called Mickey's Jump. If you get your line wrong here, you're going to damage the car. And that's exactly what happened to Chris Atkinson. He got his line wrong, he went slightly wide, he landed on the nose and cracked the radiator, losing the coolant. The engine mapping obviously went on to safety mode because he lost his anti-lag, so he's going to be down on power for the last stage before service, and that's going to be a very busy service for the Subaru boys. Fellow Subaru driver Christian Solberg has a different problem. He's suffering from visibility from dust inside the car. Again, a big problem today. So, with Marcus out the way, Loeb took the stage victory, 16 seconds in front of Petter Solberg. Hervenham was third quickest with Daniel Sordo fourth. A few drivers will be glad to get back to the midday service, but that's not before stage number 9, 12.27km long. During the stage, you can actually monitor the split times of the drivers. Depending on the length of the stage, you'll ne- normally have a split time every 5 kilometers. And on this stage, at the second split, Mikko Hirvonen was the quickest driver. And fortunately, on the latter part of the stage, he went off the road and hit the back suspension, damaging it. What was looking like being the fastest stage times turned out to be a deficit of 40 seconds to lobe. Not a good morning for the Ford camp at all. (laughs) So at the midday service there were some repairs to be carried out for both the Subaru and the Ford team. Mikko Hervner's repairs went without dramas. But during the repairs of Chris Atkinson's car, the technicians noticed that the steering rack joint was worn. They started to change the component but the job didn't go well. They ended up being 14 minutes late out of service, one more minute and they would have been excluded. But it's cost him 2 minutes 20 in penalties. So, on to stage 10, again repeat of the first stage this morning. And a surprising name winning the stage, Janskosbecki and the Skoda, taking 0.2 of a second out of Mikko Hervenen. Third was Sordo, and Christian Solberg was fourth quickest. Sebastian Loeb only managed eighth quickest time. But when you look at the overall leaderboard after stage number 10, it's Loeb first 2 minutes 41 seconds in front of Hervonen. With half the rally gone, he just has to coast the finish to take another victory. One notable retirement on this stage was Kalu He rolled just after the stage start and won't continue. The car's too badly damaged to be put back into Super Rally tomorrow. Stage number 11 sees Loeb setting quickest time from his teammate Sordo. Sordo must be offered the second seat soon as Pons was 22 seconds slower on that stage. So last stage of leg two, stage number 12, low quickest from Herven and from Sordo, but one retirement at the end of that stage. GG Galli driving away from the stage finish with water and oil mixed, running out of the bottom of the car. The crew were parked on the road section on the way back to service, no chance of continuing as the engine had stopped. The Bosian technicians will have a look overnight at the engine, but it's pretty unlikely that they'll start their leg three. <laughs> So, overall results at the end of leg two. Sebastian Loeb has a 2 minute 17 second lead over Mikko Hervonen. Third place in another Citroën is Daniel Sordo, with another teammate Xavier Pons in fourth. So that's Citroën first, third, and fourth. Fifth overall is Chris Atkinson in front of the first privateer as Yusuf Valamaki in a Mitsubishi. Fellow Finn Christian Solberg is in seventh place, and hot on his heels is Petter Solberg. He'll be looking to try and overtake Christian on the final day. The Junior World Championship is the same position as last night, Guy Wilkes leading from Patrick Sandal, but the gap's increased to 2 minutes 30. <laughs> so third and final legs, Sunday the 21st of May. Six special stages, but only 76 kilometres. But this does have a twist in the tail. The crews will have to do all six stages without service. 76km on one set of tyres, that will be interesting after what we saw on the first day. Stage number 13, the first of the day. A new stage in this year's event, but it won't be seen next year, as the road is due to be tarmac very soon. And Petter Solberg takes the fastest time, 10 minutes, 09.3. That's 0.9 of a second quicker than Sebastian Loeb, and Mikko Herven sat there again in third position. Petter's teammate Chris Atkinson is fourth and Daniel Sordo in fifth. Harry Perry's rally doesn't get any better. He broke the diff on the stage start of stage number 13 and he's retired at the rally. And his teammate Agner overnight got awarded a five minute penalty plus a cash fine for short cutting stage number 12. I think this is an event the Red Bull team will be happy to forget about. So stage number 14, has Petter done enough to take his position back from Christian Solberg? Well, the answer is yes, but he only took 2.2 seconds out of him, and the lead now is only 1 second exactly. Petter's teammate was quickest on that stage, Chris Atkinson, from Sebastian Loeb. Atkinson, 4.3 seconds quicker. Herven and third quickest. Petter, fourth. Daniel Sordo, fifth. Xavier Pond, sixth. And Christian Solberg, seventh. So, going into stage 15, the rally seems to be over, everyone's really sitting for positions. The only battle's going to be between Petter and Christian Solberg, but Petter should be able to take enough time out of Christian to to save that place. And that's exactly what's happened. Sebastian Lowe quickest from Chris Atkinson 6.7 seconds, a difference there. His teammate Petter Solberg third, Sordo fourth and Mikko Herven in fifth. Loeb's lead now is 2 minutes 40 seconds, so he's got enough time to stop and change a puncher without losing the lead. Petter's really picked the pace up on stage number 16, and now he can see a possibility of overtaking Valamaki, who's in 6th position in the Mitsubishi. He's 17 seconds behind, with still 28 kilometers left. So on stage number 17, Petter Solberg pushes, but Loeb still takes the fastest time, Petter 1.1 seconds behind. But more importantly, Valamaki up to his pace. And the gap now between the two is 10 seconds. Can Petter make that up on the last special stage? He really needs to take a second a kilometre out of Valamaki to guarantee that place. So stage number 18, the last one of the rally. All eyes are going to be on Petter Solberg watching his split times over this stage to see if he can take, make this time back up. And as the time comes in off the first split, Petter's 10 seconds quicker than anybody else. But as split two comes in, Petter's name's missing. And when it does appear, he's lost a massive 1 minute 54 seconds of the first car on the road. And that ended up being 2 minutes 57 that he lost on the stage itself. Now, the next car on the road was Chris Atkinson, his teammate. And Petter lost 2 minutes 57 in the stage with a 3 minute gap. And unfortunately, Chris Atkinson didn't make it to the stage finished. He went off in Petter's dust and retired. So, another win for Sebastian Loeb. Quite a regular occurrence this season. And his co-driver, Daniel Eleanor is the most successful co-driver ever. 2nd place went to Mikko Hervonen, the driver of the rally for me. He was 2 minutes 41.4 seconds behind Loeb. 3rd, Daniel Sordo, another podium finish for him in front of t- teammate Xavier Pons. Valamaki benefited from Solberg and Atkinson's problems and moved up to 5th in the private Mitsubishi. That's his best ever finish on a WRC rally, and exactly the same for Christian Solberg who managed 6th place in his Subaru. Manfred Stoller had a troubled rally with settings and never really promised anything. He was 7th. Francois Duval in the Skoda was 8th. Peter Solberg was classified as 9th overall in the finish. And Chris Atkinson, 10th. In the JWRC, Patrick Sandel ended up winning that class after Guy Wilkes hit problems. So, going into this event, Peter Solberg was hoping for a victory. So, was Marcus Grunholm. Neither of them managed that, and the gap to Loeb is now increased. Loeb now has 66 points overall, Marcus Grunholm on 35 points, Daniel Sordo has moved up to 3rd place with 30, Petter Solberg has 21 points, that's 45 points down on Loeb, Manfred Stoll 5th and Mikko Hervenen on 15 points in 6th place. And in the Manufacturers Championship it's the Kronos Total Citroen team in dominance now, 85 points from the BP4WRT team, they have 65 points, Subaru a 3rd on 58 points OMV Persia Norway on 36 points and the Stubbard VKM Sport team on 15 points. And in 6th position is the Red Bull Skoda team, they have 14 points. <laughs> we'll bring you a report from the Greece Rally in a couple of weeks time, the next round of the World Rally Championship. If you'd like to contact us, please send us an email to podcast at rallyguides.com or visit the website www.rallyguides.com. Episode 9 will be released on Sunday the 29th of May. Thank you for downloading and listening.